0: So welcome along once again to the uh, the Cardiff City phone-in. Uh, on the panel tonight, we've got uh, Paul Mohammed, Matthew Harris, who's also joined us for the show again, another another regular on the show. Uh, we would have had an extra guest on the show tonight, um, and it would have been a kind of a special guest, actually. But unfortunately, that's not, not able to happen, so we'll, we'll hopefully be able to rearrange that in a couple of weeks' time and... Uh, uh, if that person uh, or those people are watching, we send, we send them our best wishes and hope that we can uh, get to catch up uh, soon and all as well. Uh, Matthew, uh, last couple of games for City and, you know, a couple of ways of looking at that, you know, we've lost two games in a row. It's one way of looking at it. Um, another another way of looking at it is we've played two of the best sides in the division and managed on both occasions to go down by the odd goal, just, just the odd okay. goal on, on both occasions. And, in fact, since Steve Morrison's been in, we we, we haven't really, you know, taken a, a battering really against pretty well anyone that we've played against. So I still get the sense we're turning the corner and, get, and getting our act together as a, a championship football team, and things are looking better. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I think I mean the 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 latter camp of, yeah, okay, we did lose two games, but we played really well, um, mm. and we were playing, like you said, two of the best teams in the league. I think Fulham's front four on the weekend is probably one of the best I've, I've ever seen in the, in the championship. You know, there's, there's this yeah, Premier League yeah. quality players there. Yeah. Um, so I think we're the corner. Um, obviously, it's early days. <laughs> obviously, we've got a lot of loan players who probably won't be back for uh, for next year. But, um, you know, I'm not disappointed. So I think maybe could have done better those last 10, 15 minutes against Huddersfield. Um, and then obviously... This weekend, we had, I think, five or six players down with sickness bugs or something along those lines. And, you know, we, we, we gave as good as we got in that game. And, you know, Mitrovic has scored 35-odd goals, you know, highest ever of a championship striker this season. So, you know, you give him one chance, he's, he's going to put one of them away. So, not overly disappointed, but I think we've got to put it behind us now and and, and focus on, on the game tomorrow uh, against Derby, which I think if we win, in my view, I think we're probably – going to be
0: safe so we'd be on 39 points then i think wouldn't we yeah yeah and so we you know um, and by the way um i i don't I, you know i haven't got a second club but tonight it's west bromwich albion you know so uh, i mean if, if they do the business we get up we actually go ahead of our rivals down west by a point is that right i think that's right yeah which we which we can um i think that's right we'll be catching we, catch them we a will
1: but we'll have yeah. two games they'll have three yeah. games in hand over us yeah. so You'd like it's, to think they win it's one. It's all of about yeah.
0: points, Matthew. This time of season, not, <laughs> those, we don't have to worry about those those games in those games in hand. Um, so the, the the goal, the Mitrovic goal, you know from from what I, I was aware yes. on the weekend. I would see my daughter down in Exeter. She's in university in Exeter, so I didn't didn't get to see the match, and I blame my daughter. But um, but anyway, um, looking at what I could see of it, it looked like um, we kind of. You could argue that was a great cross in um we, we sort of switched off really and he was left we sort of left unmarked wasn't he really such a good finisher you know took it really well didn't he Would you say Matthew? I... uh
1: yeah no I, I think you know um yeah like I said he's it, one of those players you give him one opportunity yeah and and you'll put it away in the championship you know maybe in the premier League you wouldn't but yeah um the premier League probably the defenses are, are obviously a lot better so I think we did uh, switch off a little bit and I think McGuinness said he was disappointed in post-match, you know, they they marked him well all game and they had him in control all game yeah. and, you know, the concentration lap once and, and yeah. against the team like Fulham, those are, those are the mistakes that can then cost you the game. So, um, but Mitrovic is a top quality striker and, uh, you know, Fulham are going to walk the league this year, so I don't well, think we can be. Too it, disappointed.
0: it looks like, and, and and Paul, I suppose. Sorry to interrupt you, then, Paul. It, it um a lot of it comes down to finances, doesn't it? The teams that come down from the Premiership, you know, uh, if they, particularly now, you know, with 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 the lockdown and on the financial kind of impact on on the clubs at a lower level, Paul, we just simply we just simply can't afford to compete. Like Matthew said, you know, the strike force they had out. Yeah, so Mitrovic is an absolute star at this level. He doesn't seem to do it at a premiership level, but at this mm. level, he's dynamite, isn't he?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every time in the championship, he's the same, isn't he? If you could have scripted their goal, you would have said, Wilson cross, Mitrovic header. Mm-hmm. that, that was a lovely ball, in, uh, it, lovely ball in. But, it, but it, it was a short corner. He fainted to do it twice before he took it. Nobody went out to, to Wilson. So he's yeah. unmarked. He, beautiful ball. Aiden Flint lost his man. Mitrovic is clever. Yeah. Um, and, and and he headed back across goal. And it, that, that was the goal you could have almost predicted they were going to score, unless they walked through us with good passing, which they actually didn't. So, um, yeah, we competed quite well, actually, in the game. Um, and was, uh, to me, it was about that early chance um, had to be taken by Collins, who probably didn't expect to be starting the game, did he?
0: No, didn't expect um, to be on the bench at the beginning of the yeah, day. The
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when I saw the team sheet, I actually thought he's targeting Tuesday. He's just rotated, it's the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I I, thought Tuesday's far more important, which it is. Yeah. Every is important, I know, but mm. Tuesday, looking at the league table and so on, would be far more important than Saturday. Um, so that's when I saw the team, and then afterwards he said they had a sickness bug. So he probably didn't risk people. For that reason too, because we've played so many games, haven't we, in a short space of time again? Traveling, recovery, and playing again Tuesday, which is a big game because we could be all but safe perhaps if we win tomorrow. Yeah. And then perhaps they could start planning properly for next season, which is a key. So that that because that's for me is a key, it is a key game. And then Derby played Barnsley on Saturday. But I thought we competed quite well, but they were just too clever for us on the ball, too good on the ball. They got a great striker. Um, they just they were too good, and we didn't take our first chance. And we could have nicked one at the end with a as you always expect with us, don't you? Set piece and bombarded, and they knew it was coming and they're falling over and they're wasting time. Yeah, one of those, but we I, I think they were just a bit clever, a bit, a bit tricky, a bit skillful, and a bit better than us on the day and that's why they're top of the table and they can almost buy the league, can't they? So yeah. same, as, same as Bournemouth. Fulham will do it every time they come down because. Mm they can't afford to stay down longer than one season.
0: When we came down, I don't know what that says about a, a club, Should I say when most clubs come down or some clubs come down, there tends to be a bit of a, a bit of a cleaning process in terms of uh, salaries and, and, and re- sense of realism. But well, like you say, that's a really good point, Paul, when Fulham come down, they're only visiting, aren't they?
2: Well, they can't afford to stay, one season. They can't with their wage bill, because I bet they rarely have relegation clauses with their players because they're, it isn't hard to attract players to West London anyway, let's be honest. They're probably one of the most fashionable clubs outside the Premier League to live in as an area, except no disrespect to everywhere else. But it is a lovely part of the country. You need to pay your players well to live there. And I'm yeah. sure they are, you know, they have the biggest budget in the league. Um, so they can't afford to be outside the championship for more than one season. And 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 make so they can afford to go and do what they do and sign players and have a front for that. Really should be in the top half of the Premier League, probably, rather than the top, 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 top of the Premier, uh, top of the Championship. So so, so,
0: so how do they differ, Paul? Do you think from from West Brom in that regard? Because you know they're called the boing boing baggies, and they you know they, yeah. they go up, they, they come down, they go back up again. Wages. But not this season, it seems. You know,
2: wages. Yeah, it, up, it, Pay okay. way more yeah, than anybody yeah. else.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting perspective. There's a really great point come in by the way from Alex Wallace. Uh, from uh, the Canton end, we'll come back to that in a second because I know I know and there's one person on the panel is going to have quite an interesting response to that. I think, my go into some detail. But uh, uh, Matthew, um, the point that Paul's making there about that that miss from James Collins, um, it's, yeah, it's, I, I, I'll try, I'll try and I'll try and I'll try and be kind of you know uh, generous and, and kind. You know, he, he hasn't played. He hasn't even been on the bench. He's been totally out of favour. He beat the offside trap. He got a one-on-one. He got a shot in. Keeper went the right way. He saved it. But, you know, in that position, you you know, and he must be, I mean, he must be so rusty, mustn't he, and raw, you know? It's it's just a shame. That's another way, maybe in another circumstance, I mean, Jordan Hugel, I mean, I would would imagine he might well put it away, you know?
1: Yeah, I think... I don't think James Collins has ever had more than, than than five games in a row with with Cardiff, let alone two or three. So yeah, you know he hasn't even been on the bench for the last couple of games. So uh, you know he's, he's probably as surprised as we are that he was in the squad on 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 Saturday. Um, probably one of the ones lucky enough not to be struck down with the sickness bug. So yeah, I think if you know it's one of those things. If you, if you're a striker in form, that that goes in. If, if you know if if you're Mitrovic, that's that's a goal, isn't it? Um, yeah, so you know, I, I it's disappointing, I think. You know, I think if we did score that goal, we could have got something might know, have been a different game, game.
0: But, could be a different game, yeah,
1: yeah. But, um, you know, he, he hasn't played that much for us. I think he scored once against Bristol, um, earlier in the year, so not not surprising to see him miss. He'll be disappointed. I think his confidence is quite low anyway because he yeah. hasn't played for us that much, but, um. You know, obviously, Luton got rid of him, and, and they're up in the playoffs now. So I don't know if that's another bit of a bad transfer business by City, or whether we just haven't seen uh, haven't yeah. seen enough of the, of the player.
0: Well, there was a, there was a connection, obviously, wasn't there? You know, with, with McCarthy and, and Collins, you know, which, which yeah. is why I came in. The funny thing is, when Jordan Hugel on his debut, he got he got that goal, you know, within the first few minutes, right? If we look back on that one, he kind of scuffed it, really, you know. Mm. <laughs>
1: Well he did scuff it. Yeah. So,
0: and then the hit the back of the net and he's a hero. And then James Collins hit it fairly well, but keeper was too close, think Or too close to the keeper, you know. So.
1: Yeah. I mean if the goal does go in, yeah, I think you, you, you I don't I still don't think he would be given a chance, you know. I think our, our preference is, is Hugo and then Waters if he comes back will be behind him, then maybe it piezu, and then Collins is, is down in four. So I, I think you'll you'll struggle to get. More game time, unless people are injured or the, the sick, sickness bug continues.
0: Yeah, uh, what is the sick, the sickness bug? Uh, do we know, Paul?
1: Uh, I don't know. I no, you just I, said I illness. So I've bad uh, to me. I just, I I,
2: yeah, I, I, have to say, I didn't examine it that closely. Or was, I just took his word for it. Sickness <laughs> is good enough for me.
0: Yeah, fair enough. It must be something. Well, you know, some, some <laughs> something which is fairly contagious. <laughs> by I,
2: as I say, I thought there was rotation when I saw the team. I got to the ground and I saw the team. Mm. I thought I thought he was he's rotating it for mm. for Tuesday, um, but yeah.
0: Let me let me go to the comment that came in first, and I'll ask your opinion on this. book. <coughs> I think you, I think you'll have an interesting response. Uh, good evening, Stephen Coe. What do you think about the current Derby County situation? Uh, failing to return the finance reports by today's deadline, uh, Sky mentioned earlier, it could have uh, uh, an effect on their eligibility to play for the remainder of the season. I don't know whether that's news to you, Paul, or if you're on top of that one or what your thoughts I, are on
2: it. I, I've i been reading about it before, but I forgot they had a deadline today um, to submit their bidder details. So I've just read it now and they failed to do that so far up until today was their deadline. So this has been a mess for a while because in my view, they should have gone down last season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they should have had the points deducted last season and they because they stayed up on the last day with a late goal, didn't they? And yeah, there's a lot of controversy about that. This club has been in a financial mess for a while because they're another one who's gambled on was it Mel? Is it Mel Morris? They're old the the Morris, isn't it? Yeah, old Morris, man. yeah. Yeah. He's he really, really gambled everything on on going and they ne- just never made it, did they? In years and years and years of trying. And they've just got further and further into debt. And <laughs> Fall and fall of financial play, fair play mm. which is that you know it's a graveyard the championship for those type of clubs isn't it Yes. so so they, to me they should have gone down last season there was a bit of an injustice i think on sheffield wednesday who mm. was the one who may have stayed up if they I, I'd, Stand to be corrected, but I think. Was
0: it, was it was it Was one of those two? Wasn't it? Yeah.
2: One other two. Yeah, maybe yeah. Wickham then, because hmm. they were talking about appealing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Were they the ones who lodged a claim against them? Was plus. I them think and...
1: Wickham put a claim yeah. in. Yeah. Sorry,
2: Wickham. I know Wednesday was one of the other clubs. As yeah. yeah, they should have gone down last season anyway. But um, hmm.
1: Hmm. in
2: my view, and they're getting their come up into this season. Although, let's be honest. If it wasn't for the twenty-one points, we'd be and Reddings. We'd probably be in the bottom three, wouldn't we? So, it's it's <laughs> maybe maybe it's a godsend for us that they delayed it to this season. Yeah. But justice says to me they should have been penalised last season. I should be in League One now or or below because they really have fallen badly foul of the rules. Mm-hmm. And if they don't meet this deadline today, because I think there was an ultimatum, if they don't do it today, yeah. they could they could be expelled from the league.
0: Well, that's right. Yeah. I mean, and obviously since we're playing them tomorrow, I suppose it's a good time to talk about it, Paul. I've got, I've got the BBC story here from, t- from two hours ago. Mm. Um, Derby counters, uh, administrators, Quantuma, have been asked for an urgent, inverted commas, update by the English Football League. with proof of funding deadline uh, looming. They were given it until the start of March to show how the programs will be funded for the rest of the season. The four week extension was given. Doesn't look like they've, they've hit that by the look of it. Uh, the EFL says evidence has still been provided with no news on a preferred bidder for the club. And obviously they've been in administration since, since September. Um, and then apparently there was something earlier where they, they reached a, some sort of resolution with Middlesbrough earlier in the month, uh, yeah. which was kind of a, a compensation claim. Um, and it kind of, it, it goes on, but I, I suppose there's absolutely no way on earth it's going to be as sudden as, you know, um, to affect it, our, our, our our match. But could, if, it, if, it, if it was to affect them, Moving forward between now and the end of the season, um, Matthew, that wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't be ideal, would it, either, for us? Because um, we drop a little bit more, wouldn't we?
1: It, it, it depends on, on how they do it, whether they just say, you know, Derby avoid and they go down and that's it. Then. that's that's one of the places or whether they kick them out from the four-league full-time like they did with, with Bury. But...
0: Or, or maybe they go down and they're, 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 they're maybe they cut even more points for next season.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the most likely thing would be they they mm. relegate them this year say, you know, you can't complete your fixtures so we'll... but then the, the problem they've got with that is what do they do with all the points that they've other teams have got for, yeah. from playing them and the teams who are, who, who are to play them. Um, so I think it's going to be very complicated. I don't think a decision is going to be made Anytime soon, really, hmm. but um, I don't think we'll. Hopefully, we'll be adversely affected by it. Um, yeah. But you know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It's, it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? And there are buyers there, but I think there's quite a few
0: hoops. Well, they seem to be. I mean, obviously, they want they want them for a pit and not You know, they yeah. want, they want them to be in as much financial kind of you know, just going for a quit kind of scenario. You know, I suppose really. But I mean, Derby County, you never know, get the Snowgate thing, so we're maybe not as sympathetic towards their plight as <laughs> we might be. But still, as a football fan, I don't want to see a football club go out of business. So I, I hope they find some way of of of, re, of, re, of resolving the situation because I'm sure that their fans love Derby County as much as much as, um, as as we love ours. Were you surprised, um, Paul, by by the decision from Wayne Rooney to put himself out of the, the the running for the Everton job a few weeks back? You know, particularly now, as, as, as the situation continues to exacerbate, you know, it seems like a bit of an odd one.
2: Uh, I don't know because he probably thought I'm doing. I'm doing well in my first season of management. I'm without their 21 points, they'd be comfortably safe in mid-table. So yeah. against against all that um, adversity, players not being paid, takeover, he's actually done really well with with a with a squad that. Um, so he's actually showing himself in good light. And he's I think he's handled himself quite well too in front of the media. I think he's come, he's surprised me because I didn't think he, he must have had some media training or something because since he's playing days, because he seems yeah. to have improved dramatically in front of the camera. Um but no fair play to him. I mean that would have been that would have been a huge opportunity. You've just got to yeah. put, put yourself in his shoes and lifelong think, Everton fan. Well, I think. That's my club. Yeah. Hmm. Is it too soon? Mm. Um, may I get the chance again? Lots to way up. But look, he's got experienced people around him. Mm. I, I think he's probably done the right thing to stay where he is and, and not and show loyalty to, to the club that gave him a chance. And he's paying that back to them. He's doing everything he can on the pitch. So I, I, I think that shows that that will stand him in better light in the future for showing oh, loyalty oh, oh. For, for a change.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or, he's, be, or he's just been really well advised.
2: But Maybe maybe yeah. that too. Yeah, it yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't surprise. A combination of things. I think if I was him, I think doing the job he's doing, and yeah. he's such in, in such early stages of his management, yeah. I think he's getting the best experience he could ever get there.
0: So, so seeing as this is the Cardiff City phone in, I've got to throw this one in, you know, are there any parallels there to the Craig Bellamy Cardiff City Yeah. Uh, conundrum you know not that you know maybe he's never been anywhere near it but he, he has sort of distanced himself from the role saying similarly I suppose Paul that you know it's too early let's look at that in the future
2: sort of thing yeah I don't, you don't know what's underlying with all I, I, it's difficult to comment isn't it when Craig <laughs> Bellamy's involved it's a he's yeah he's well a, he's a maverick he's, a, he? he's that type of character I mean a fantastic yeah. player you know yeah. I love watching him and to be fair to him, came back to play for us, as he always said he would, yep. you know, for his hometown club. So I, I've got all the time in the world for him. I, th- I thought he was a fantastic player. He's a fiery character. and But today, that's not the best trait to have if you want to be in management. Um,
0: no, no.
2: So... Uh, you know, we don't know what's gone on at the club previously, and and yeah. so so it, you don't want to comment on that. So I I I think there's a time for Craig Bellamy certainly in management at some somebody because I think he's quite an intelligent guy when he talk when he speaks yeah. when he speaks football and tactics and he's got his badges and so on. Oh so yeah, like. yeah. So whether it be with Cardiff City or somebody yeah. else, and he was close to the Wales job apparently, wasn't he? Um, uh, yeah. I think yeah. that yeah, he, true he will get a chance in the future because I yeah. think he's just one of those. Well, the, I think he's so determined. I think mm, he'll get it somewhere. Well, I mean,
0: talk, you're talking, talking about Wales, of course, there's still, you know, there's still, you know, the Ryan the Ryan thing is still kind of flying around. We've still got a, a, sort of a temporary... Situation, so maybe maybe that will resolve. Wow. Which which leads me on to another point. Which, uh, if you don't mind, Matthew, I'll, I'll go to Paul first, and we're trying because ahead. I think yeah, he'll have, maybe uh, he might may have a different kind of memory of this. Um, John Toshak you know, um, uh, and be and and being you know so uh, so unwell, um, and you know, I was I, I was explaining to some, my wife, I think it was like, on the weekend, not she was very interested that uh, she was interested in his health, but not as a footballer, you know. And I was saying, you know, what a kind of, if we look back at it, I mean, what what a, what a you know, what a great player. I mean, I must have seen Tosh when he must have been, I imagine, uh, late teens, early 20s, you know, before he went from us. So he was, he was a kid, but he was one hell of a player. And then he went on to have that profile in the game. And, um, you know, whatever is linked with other clubs, we may not be so fond, fond of. He's also the John Tashak, who alongside Brian Clark was an awesome footballer for Cardiff City. He wasn't Paul? So I don't know what your thoughts are on his situation. Well,
2: yeah, lots of City fans say that that was the start of our decline when he was sold, don't they? Mm. So, um is a little bit before my time, but yeah, well, a fantastic player and and a, and a manager too. I thought he was a brilliant manager. Um,
0: yeah, I agree.
2: Uh, I, I I thought he was he was responsible for the start of the Welsh um, developing the youngsters and you know, twenty years ago, whenever it was. Um, I, I yeah, great a great great football man, John Toshack. Very knowledgeable, did a brilliant job down the road, didn't he? Um, um, yeah. So,
0: and he only yeah, went there. Wish him could, all the it best. Could, you could, it couldn't work out with us, you know. Yeah. You know,
2: there
0: yeah. May, it may be. It could have been. It could have been us as a son there somewhere. It could have been me. But mm. um, Matthew, I don't know if you got any, any uh, thoughts on. You obviously are aware of the story with Toshack and, and his kind of, um, you know, his profile and presence as a kind of, uh, in some ways, a, a, a great name really in Welsh football.
1: Yeah, and I remember him more as a manager than a than a player myself. Um, you know, obviously with Wales, um, sort of probably I think the second or third manager for me when I was watching Wales. So you know, an absolute legend of of, of Welsh football, a legend for for Cardiff City. So oh. you know, obviously, um, I think it was it was COVID, wasn't it? So hopefully, it's not um, it's not too bad, and he'll be out and making a speedy recovery very very soon.
0: Well, yeah, he's he's pretty pretty and and has been quite i think he's been in intensive care so what uh, you know i mean obviously we, we, on behalf of the show you know we, we wish him very 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 much so uh, a speedy and, and full recovery yeah um the thing with with john toshack as a person i suppose if we can just talk about it a little bit what i kind of like about what i like about him is um he says it as it is, you know, and like with with when he was with Wales, uh, you know, uh, Paul. I mean, he gave he gave Jason Perry his debut. I remember, I think I remember, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah, we played one game at right back, but I mean, and he's not afraid, you know. And I think looking back on it, um, I think we've got to, we've got to give a lot of credit to him for his, the development of the younger players in, in, in the Welsh system and having that kind of vision. Because the Welsh FA, i, I I'm informed by some, I can't say it's true could be described by some people as a bunch of rather senior gentlemen in stripy ties who aren't maybe as cutting edge as they could be but mr Toshak um, had a bit more of a kind of a um a wider vision i think
2: well he, he uh, his football style was very good he was probably a little bit yeah. before his time yeah yeah um i just thought he was a brilliant manager yeah and you're right he gave jason Perry his one and only cap in linnean Park it was against. yeah, yeah. it was against norway
1: yeah I was there yeah
2: um, yeah and uh, yeah because he had two spells with Wales, didn't he Tosha because he came back didn't he I think, I believe I'm right isn't I because I, I remember I think he, that's right yeah he so. was our manager I, I remember going to watch us in Belgrade in 2006. when Bellamy scored two either two or three we beat them five two mm. Slova- not sorry yeah not Bel, no Slovakia sorry not Belgrade um slovakia we beat slovakia five one or five two away because we don't win that um you know handsomely away very goals, often, yeah yeah so i remember and tosak was manager because i was yeah. staying in the same hotel as a team and i remember him after the game being in the bar at the hotel so yeah he was manager then but yeah i i thought he was a brilliant manager brilliant career welsh legend as matthew said absolutely and um mm. yeah when we sold him, apparently that was our start of our decline. But uh, yeah. yeah, so we 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 start of which decline, you know? <laughs> yeah. well, one one of them. You
0: know? <laughs> uh, at, yeah. at the time, it was one hundred and ten thousand, yeah. I think, uh, which is uh, yeah. I don't know. There's probably, there's probably a few bob in these days, yeah. but even then, it was it was it was no nowhere near nowhere near enough. Um, what was it? What should take um, Matthew on the on the thing with uh, the the Argy bargy in, instant incident on the weekend? You know when. The Fulham management kicking off and all the rest of it. Steve Morrison seemed to be giving the impression that it was, you know, just a load of handbags and a pile of nonsense, you know, with, with NG.
1: Yeah, I think it's just one of those things, although it does seem to be happening uh, more often with Morrison, you know, it happened to Barnsley, didn't it? Uh, I think we both got fined for that. So
0: I think you were hit first on that occasion, though. Didn't yeah, you? yeah.
1: Um, I, you know, I think it's just one of those things you got to. You know, Morrison's a talker and he wears his heart on his sleeve, doesn't he? And he says yeah. it how it is. So probably yeah. if a, something didn't go away and he said some things he maybe shouldn't have done, but, you know, he'll probably just be the same as last time. Maybe a, a slap on the wrist, a small fine and, and don't do it again type thing from the from the Football Association. Of course, there we. was the
0: Hugel the Hugo elbow in the game before as well, wasn't it? Mm. So
1: yeah.
0: I mean, it does so, happen in football. It's a physical No, it, thing, does, you know, it does. And, you know, it's not always by any means, you know, not by any means deliberate, but I suppose uh, Matthew, it makes me think about, I think it was either you or Paul said earlier, I think it was you actually. And and you, and you're right, you know, but essentially Fulham, you know, they haven't had a clear out, you know, they're, they're, they're a premiership side, you know, they've got, they got a lot of money's worth of players there. And I suppose one of the things that goes with that, uh, one of the things I least enjoy about being in the premiership is, is the, uh, the histrionics and the, you know, the prima donna and the diving and the, you know, the gamesmanship and, Maybe that's a little nod towards what we what we could expect if we went back up again. It's that kind of thing.
1: Well, we know Mitrovic is very good at it. You know, the whole diving down and holding his face when he hasn't been touched and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they had a front four of Mitrovic, Carvalho, Wilson and and Dover-Reed. So, I mean, it's difficult to play against teams like that. So cheeky tackles here and there. But then I think... Cheeky monkeys. Yes. But I think we're still the only team in the champ. No, Swansea as well. Us and Swansea yeah, are the yeah, only ones yeah, in the championship yeah, this season yeah. yet to be awarded a penalty, so yeah, you know it's a bit. Every time you
0: mention that on the show, we're a week nearer that match, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> there'll be three free penalties in that game, probably. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I think we're with a decision going our right? way. So yeah, I, yeah I, I don't think anything of it, really. Did,
0: did, you, did you did you did you see the instant, Paul? Do you have any thoughts on it?
2: Well, the NG one, right? Yeah, NG. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was watching their bench or game actually, because I was sat right behind them. And um, Mm. it was interesting the first 10, 15 minutes they were off the bench for every challenge because they were desperate to get somebody booked early on because they knew that we'd be in their faces and the, so they yeah. can't play their pretty stuff around. And it would have been a little bit easier if an early yellow card comes out. Yeah. So they, they didn't get through on that one. And then they, you could see they were getting a little fit because that's silver. He was again, and Bola Morte, they were getting frustrated into about 30, 35 minutes. Of course, then they scored. So they settled down a bit. But as the game was going on in the second half, they sent one bloke on, and then within two minutes, he was rolling around on the ground, wasting time. So you thought, that those are his instructions, right? And then they kept doing that every foul. Yeah. And then the NG one, mm. that was in the last minute or two of extra time, in- injury time. And draw what's his name? The right back, Cody was, Cody Cody Drummer, was about yeah. to bomb down the wing. And then their player was rolling over, and it broke up the attack. Yeah. We, we were just about to have one more... And we were on top by then and looking the most likely to score because they literally had sat in and accepted 1-0 uh, job done. And so that actually broke up the attack and they, but they were quite good at it. And look, they're, they're an experienced championship winners and they're, yep. and they're, they're Premier League players. So you, you, you've got to expect that. And and yeah, Mark Hudson, they were all up, they were all in each other's face. And, and that's going to happen with these sides, especially when they got pretty players like they have They. You know, that and against the side who we are known as physical for whatever reason. You know, yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't understand why, but you know, we're always we're always referred to as being physical. Um, mm. so it's there, a precon preconception, isn't it? That they think we're going to get in their face, so they want to yeah.
0: it's it's almost like um you know the, the cry wolf scenario. You know, the more people say city are a big hard physical side, so they like to put put a foot in la 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 you know, particularly against those kind of stylish, you know, premiership style teams, then I wonder, Matthew, I don't know, I'll put it out there as a a, a biased urban myth, you know, maybe the the referees arrive and they, you know, they kind of get a feeling of the kind of team they might be officiating.
1: I think uh, there does need to be a wider conversation about refereeing in the the championship. I think especially... after the the Blackpool game and and the Millwall game and so many decisions going against us, you know, you look at even the Liverpool game in the Cup, the two or three decisions there. was ridiculous, there, wasn't it? Yeah, two or three decisions yeah. there that have gone against yeah. us, and it, yeah. it, it's it's consistent. And I, I don't want to say we're losing games because of referees because we're probably oh, not. Go but, on, go on. <laughs> but there there are some games where you do think, you know, what what is this referee seeing that that, that we're not seeing, mm. um, and and you know. It's disappointing and, and games like that where Fulham, you know, like like Paul said, they'll look they'll look to go down. Any any small touch or, or niggle, they'll look to go down. And I think the way we play at the moment, we're not a strong physical side. You know, we like to, to play the ball down the wings, we like to keep the ball and and move the ball around a bit more. So, you know, obviously Hugo and Nick Piezo are two physical players, but other than that, we're not, you know, I wouldn't say we're the worst in the championship for it. Um but I just think Fulham know what they're doing and they've got players who've been up there and, and done it and, you know, has done it on the international stage and so you just got to try and be aware of it and, and, and try and play the referee because you know what they're going to give.
0: Um, we've got to, thanks, Matthew. A response from Richard Davis uh, earlier, I think he's, um, I think he's talking about Derby County, uh, will be like Aldershot, their record will be wiped completely and teams would lose points uh, if that was to happen. Uh, I suppose that's, that's quite possible. Uh, and then he comes back on uh, John Toshak capped the majority. This is a, such a great comment, you know, um, uh, by John Toshak. He capped the majority of those that were successful in Euro, Euro two thousand and sixteen. Forgotten by many, but but he started that revolution. And I think, Richard, it was quite um, for your benefit as well. It was, quite, I think, it was quite a, quite um, quite a difficult revolution because I think he was sort of um, maybe winding up those tra- more tradition, traditional types. Paul at the time. And then, even when he came back as a kind of pundit, you know, he'd been quite critical, had he? But he is quite, you know, he's a very honest guy and he's outspoken about stuff. And he, he maybe rough, rough, wasn't afraid to ruffle a few feathers, I suppose. But that point about those lads who played that amazing tournament wow, that's incredible, really, isn't it? What an achievement.
2: Yeah. I think he gave Ramsey, Gunter, uh, Ledley, um, which were all... Our- Three, three that came through our uh, system, amazingly. Um, that long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Thankfully, we have got a few more. Looking like we got a few more coming. Um, Hope so. Yeah. 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 It took a bit of time, but yeah. Um. Yeah, he gave a lot of players. Ben Davis. He brought a lot of players, uh, but he started that system too with Wales. That that yeah. the, the way Wales continental
0: football, I suppose. He's, he's, you know, yeah, international football. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. He, he was the start of that. Mm. And obviously got Gary Speed and so on in it and it went on um to get to 2016 but to me he was he was the because I used to follow Wales a lot more than I like I used to follow Wales a lot more then than I do now certainly away because you know, mm. I have more time so and, and I liked uh, and under I met him a few times on the trips and I liked him I liked I like the way he spoke and it, and you're right the blazers and the so on you know that that he was different Toshak. but Toshak was his own man and he did his own thing and that and that and that was it but he, he had his but he, he was experienced enough and he was a bigger name enough and he'd done enough in the game to be able to do that so yeah so
0: I, I, I admire that I don't think you know I don't think he really cared what what the thoughts really no. he's <laughs> gonna get on with that I kind of like that which brings us back in a way I suppose to uh, and it's not in the same way Steve Morrison so there's a bit of debate a bit of a debate going on here so let's talk about Steve Morrison for a bit Um Reece Jones comes in with a comment, a team becomes the image of their manager. Morrison is short-tempered and argumentative, and the team has fallen his lead, is what he says. And then Tony Buckley says, I agree, Reece. Uh, Morrison comes across as an arrogant person and is definitely not the right person for the job, not the right man for the job. Um, So I don't know whether you want to respond to that in terms of How maybe, maybe it goes back to something Paul said earlier, Matthew, where he's talking about these days when you're going to be a manager, you know, you've got to kind of um, think before you, before you, before you open your mouth and maybe sometimes, is it naivety? Can he be a bit too outspoken sometimes?
1: Um, I I think so. Um, I think his comments about Isaac Davis weren't brilliant the other day when he talked about taking him off, that, you know, he wasn't good enough. Um, a bit harsh maybe on on waters against Coventry to take him off in the, at the end of the first half. Um, but at the end of the day this is this is his first job in, in, in you know full-time professional management obviously he's done under 23 coaching and he's done all of that but that's a different the media spotlight's not on you. you're not having the camera in your face after every game. you're not you know having pre-match interviews every week and all this sort of stuff. So I think he is learning. Um, whether we will turn it down or not, I, I don't know. Um, but he, he does seem like quite a, quite a fiery character in, in general. Um, you know, he was at Millwall when he's a player. So I, I don't see any reason why that would change coming here uh, as a manager. But I don't dislike it in a sense because the players do seem to be playing for him and, and giving their all for him. Mm. And, um, you know, if we can bring players in who, who are going to do that and who are going to fit a system, then... You know, you have got to enjoy it and, and and make the most of it because I think managers are always going to come out and, and say things sometimes that are a bit questionable. You know, you had Conte last week saying, "Oh, if I need to leave, I need to leave." So, I, I quite like him. Um, whether the manager next year, I I don't know. I well, let's let's
0: let's let's get on to that one then, shall we? In that case, I, I'll, mm. start, I'll start with you first, Matthew, then, because I give Paul a little bit of think thinking time. Um, but I mean, I've got. I, I think I, I think I know what I, what what I think, I, I, but um, I don't know if anyone cares. But um, Steve Thomas has coming in on, on a comment on 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 Morrison as well. So let's go to that first. Uh, Morrison has us well organised and shows some nous in the transfer market, which is, I can't argue with that at all. I thought he did a really good job there. Looking at the loan signings he's brought signings he's brought in, and of course bringing the others back from loan. Um, I say that if he keeps us up, we should give him next season. So I'll tell you what I think on, on, uh, in response to that from Steve. Yeah. So um, I think there's a lot of mileage. Um, we're not safe yet, but there's a lot of mileage fairly soon in making a, a, a decision on that because at the end of the season, if we got 10 to 15 players out of contract and a whole lot of loans are going to be going back, um, someone quite quickly... It's going to have to start putting words in people's ears uh, of the players we might want to keep and might want to start thinking about, you know, the club moving forward. So I personally, if 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 we, you know, in a couple of games' time, I'm, I'm a safe, I think that's probably the time to say to Steve Morrison, okay, son, well done, you know, great job. You know, let's give you a season and look at it again at the end of that season. That would be my point of view. What about you, Matthew?
1: Yeah, I'm exactly the same state of mind, I think. I don't think we want to do what we did with McCarthy and jump the gun and give him two years. I think that's a bit that's a bit too much for me. I think he's he's proven himself in the transfer market that that you know he can use his now He he's got good word with players. Um, whatever scouting setup he's got works. Yeah. Um, and like you said, there are a lot there are a lot of decisions to be made about key players who who might be in 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 and out of contract. And you know he said that's not his decision to make because he's not the permanent manager. So. I, I give him I give him a year I give him next year and like you said whether he takes that or not whether he wants longer I I, I don't know but I think I think if we gave him a year that'll be a smart move
0: because the other way of looking at it as well because he was he was you know with uh, with the other twenty threes we got you know Darren Person in place now we we brought in uh, Mark Hudson uh, we kind of beefed up behind the scenes and now he's he's kind of front of house you know him and Tom um, he's either going to you know be with us next season he may, may not even be at the club anymore we don't you know who knows how that one will go. Uh, Paul, what's your take on on Steve Morrison's situation and in terms of us moving forward?
2: Yeah. He was given a brief to keep us up, I would guess, on low-budget free transfers, loans and kids, um, because he was probably told there's nothing coming in January other other than loans and so on. We just got off that horrible run, hadn't we, of 10 games. Um, We've virtually lost 10 games this season, Right to see ten games off the season when Mick McCarthy had that run, he was given the job. Mm -hmm. So, if you were judging him on what he's done to now, he's where I think we're all but safe. I think he's done a really good job us, and he's changed or started to transition us into a team that is is starting to pass the ball more, play the ball through midfield more. Although, although I have to say Saturday. Um, I was I was watching. I'll uh, pick one player out in particular because I I don't like to do that sometimes. But Aiden Flint too many times just sends it long, mm. and and and, and it, when there's an easy pass on to keep possession, the last team in the league you want to give the ball back to is Fulham, and, and the, 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 we gave the ball away too easily because Aiden Flint went long too too many times. Ng tried to play a bit. McGuinness is okay, he's a work in progress. I think you could build around him. The two full backs had good games for me. But Aiden Flint, the most experienced player, kept giving the ball away and sending it long. And I could see Steve Morrison was getting a little bit frustrated with that because I can see why he want what he wants to do. But unfortunately, the squad he's got is the squad he's got. And I think Aiden Flint's one of the one of those out of contract this season. Yeah. So if you ask me to you have to put yourself in the in the in the shoes of the club. And I think we know that there isn't, unless there's major investment in the club, I don't think there'll be a budget for transfers. So that's your first starting point. Yep. The new manager, what are you going to offer any new manager anyway? Yeah. Um, a good crop of youngsters. We're losing 15 players, including loans. The squad yep. needs. The squad's going to have a major overhaul this summer. So it's going to take a lot of work and they should have already been doing that anyway, regardless who's manager, because they got the head of recruitment guy now, Beadle, who's probably part of the reason why the last few transfer windows, not just this one, just gone, have actually improved a lot. Um, Okay, Steve Morrison's would have had a lot to do with this one, too. And this was an excellent loan transfer window. But I think that was put in place when Harris, just before Harris left, Beadle joined this, this guy from Arsenal. Oh, yeah. um, um Kevin Beadle, he's the head of recruitment. And I think things have looked up in the last 18 months or so since he's been it. So so you can say that the recruitment looks like it's going to improve. Um the last bad one, I think we, or the last one we you could say Max Waters, then we sent him out on loans to striker is a work in progress and so on. I I I don't know with Steve Morrison because if he keeps us up and that was his brief, I think he probably deserves. A rolling 12-month contract, but then are you ruthless as a club? And do you say, is he the right? Then we'll just judge everybody on merit, forget sentiment. You can't be sentimental because we've been there before many times, and and, and we've our managerial appointments have always been yeah, questionable. Let's be honest. You you could go right down the list of, of our so this is a key appointment for me for next season yeah. and you can't be sentimental and just say Steve Morrison he's a good bloke or, or not a good he's done you have to I think you have to judge it on what we've got where we are who we're going to be signing what the budget is and you take Steve Morrison and you just line him up against a load of other candidates that so you should have already been getting ducks in a row before anyway yeah now if I look at somebody like Huddersfield I use those, that as an example. They were in the bottom three and all around it last season, and they took that Calderon on from Leeds. He was Bielsa's assistant, who was known for playing that way. I know he's just got the sack, but Bielsa's style of football. But it was all down to this Calderon, because he, oh, yeah. he was the master. And Huddersfield took him last season, hmm. and now they're in the top three or four. Now, these type of coaches are out there. Yeah, they're, they're there. And they'll take this job, it's a big job. Cardiff City, it's, it's, a, it's a good job, it's a good club, you know, it's a progressive club, it's a big club, it's got a nice stadium, good facilities, etc. Okay, we're in about 10 clubs of similar in the championship, I suggest,
0: mm. but it's,
2: it's, it's a good job for a young manager, yeah. And I say young because we, we should be looking at that, that, that it's a young man's game now, in my view, without being too disrespectful. So that's a bit cheeky. But, <laughs> <laughs> the head coach, head coach, yeah. head coach, <laughs> head coach. Um, um uh. So, the called uh, I like Nathan Jones at Luton. Okay, that to me is a, he's a Cardiff City fan too. He's a. Ronda they boys. did really well. I like him mm. on a budget. He's a. He's got something about him. Yep. Like, I know he went to Stoke and he's come back. And I like Mark Robbins at Coventry. Mm. Uh, both two teams who play lovely really football, nice football on low budgets. Yeah. Budget. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Now, there's so many of them out there. I, I don't know whether they're in, not a contractor, but that, that, plus foreign coaches, plus whoever, lower league coaches, they should have they should have a big list. It shouldn't just say, Steve Morrison, done a good job, uh, last 10 games. Yeah, he, okay, the last four games, we've got ourselves all but safe. Give him the job. That's too, to me, that's too sentimental. You've got yeah. to start again and say, mm-hmm. right, where do we want to go? Who are we? What, what have we got? Who, you know, you've got to, to me, we've done that too many times. Hmm. So I'm not saying yes, and I'm not saying no. <laughs> okay, so
0: it, let me let me put it to a different way then, right? Okay, so looking looking look at looking at the at the fixtures now. So looking at looking at at uh, um, April, Derby County at home, QPR away, Preston at home, uh, Stoke at home. March. And then and then and then uh, burrow away. Sorry, sorry, March, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so you know, there's those games. So if, let's say we go through those games, and then there's next in those next five games. Let's say we pick up, let's be uh, let's say we pick up six to eight points, right? We're pretty well, you know, we're not going down then, are we? Are we? Isn't that the time as and when we're at that situation for the reasons that I outlined? Wouldn't that be then though, Paul, the time to say, look, you know let's have some let's have some uh, sustainable vision of what, what's happening for the next season because I've such a turnaround. waiting
2: the month Steve. I, yeah. they should have been doing it already yeah. planning for next season and but look i don't know but what just, what's going on. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> I, I, if we win tomorrow i think we're all but safe okay yeah. we're we're 18 points clear of, of yeah. 15 18 point with with 10 games to go 11 games to go I, we're all but safe, part from a disaster, aren't we? Yeah, 40, okay. probably
0: 45, 46 points keeps you. Yeah. Out. So I was so six, to, you know, six points down the line, or six to eight points down the line. We're on, we're on forty-five points or there, you know. So we are safe then. So when we get to that stage, I think pretty well. Then we have to make a decision. You know, we have to make a decision. We have to. We have to. Yeah, this is where we are. This is where we're going. And the trouble is, Paul, with what you're saying. Um you know and i you know as a Carter city fan of some years i'm uh, any city fan would say the same thing, but particularly now, do we have you know and not not to uh, embarrass you paul you speak you, you speak very articulately and very intelligently and very strategically and you love your, you love your football right I'm not convinced we necessarily have people who are similar to you at that level it's... making those decisions, it's...
2: you know. <laughs> I try and put myself in their shoes that that what I would what I would be thinking and doing mm. but always you're you're controlled by a budget aren't you that's the, that, that yeah. literally yeah. is the... so and yeah. I think we've seen what the budget is going to be so we can we can almost set and guess what the budget is mm. or not
0: now nah, for all yeah. probably
2: yeah so the but the problem is how many how four or five of the f- starting lineup Saturday are out of contract yeah have we the club have made no announcement as to whether they're talking to any? No, of those and that's what
0: that's another part of what I'm saying, you know, mm-hmm. because players being players, human beings being human beings, you know, they've got money coming and they're going to be looking, they're going to be looking for the future whether it's with well, us yeah, or absolutely. anyone else, aren't they?
2: Yeah, you know, absolutely.
0: Uh, and so I'll ask you this one first, um, Matthew, I'm Yeah. basically coming back to what Paul just said, um, Morrison or Flint or neither, uh. Keep Morrison going, Flint. Okay, but um, looks like Paul's nodding sagely there. Yeah,
1: I think you have to give
2: Morrison's uh, Morrison as in the centre half Morrison. Um, yes, yes, yeah, after, yeah, yeah. Who's, in,
0: who's injured? <laughs> Not the former striker. Yeah, no. um,
2: who's injured? I think as a sign of loyalty, and he's a proper club man, yeah. captain. I, I, I think you should get at least another year. Yeah, I, I, yeah, as a sign of loyalty. Yeah. And if anything, the Malaysians. Are loyal, people. yeah, yeah. So I think I would get but Flint on big money. I, I think he would be well, I think other clubs would take him in the championship, so well, I think he will move on.
0: But if we you know, if we lost both of them, I mean, you could argue they're a big, they're a pair of big, lump, big, lumpy central defenders, but uh, we need a big, lumpy central defender. And if they both went, you know, with the with the, with the championship experience that they've got. Then you know may, maybe maybe one of them maybe one of them needs to say, and the other part of that, Paul, maybe it's going back to the fact we said about the loyalty is an interesting one, and looking after players. I mean, we looked after we looked after Joe Bennett. You know, I and mean, we did the right thing with him. We didn't do the right thing, maybe arguably with Saul Bamba, did we?
2: Yeah, well, that, yeah, he came out and said, yeah, maybe that one was. If, I mean, if it's true what he said, then, hmm. yeah, I, I, I personally, I would have given him a, yeah, again, yeah. mean, he's another one I would have given another year.
0: Yeah, to. I mean, just to put that a different way, I mean, I don't know, I wasn't there, right? Uh, but, you know, it was kind of, it was a bit of a, in the football parlance, it was a bit of an own goal when when someone who's been so loved and has been so seriously ill mm. um, yeah. and is so well known in the game of football and is so well connected to the fan base, is seemingly fairly disposable you know, it's not it's not a good look, is it? Uh,
2: I'm glad he went
1: to got another contract. Yeah,
0: on. of course, yeah.
1: yeah. And yeah. and to be fair, you know, he went out and, and got that lovely moment at Old Trafford, didn't he? You know, got the penalty and got his, his team through. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You know, I, I think I'd have been very, very gutted if we cut him off and then he didn't go anywhere else, and that was it. That would have been really horrible. But mm. I, I don't think it was done ideally, but I just think you know, Mick Nick McCarthy's he's a bit Blunt, and that's just that's just him, you know. And
0: just being too northern again.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but um, but no, I, we didn't handle that situation well. But you know, it's, it's great that he's at Middlesbrough and he's doing well, and they might get a chance now at the playoffs. Although it's quite tough up there or tight up there, sorry. Yeah. But um, yeah.
0: So so points points wise, Paul. I haven't checked it out recently, but I think I think it's fair to say since since Morrison took over. If you compare us to other clubs in the division, we're at least, you know, mid-table towards top off of, of, of 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 the table, aren't we? So, I mean, that's encouraging, you know, looking to the future. But then those lone players have played a big role in it. So if we look at those those players, Ike uh, Hugo, Doyle, Drama and Doughty. Um, I wonder if there's any mileage in that. I don't know what the contractual situation is with the clubs. I've got a feeling some of them might be out of contract at the end of the season. Do you yeah. think there's any of those which are more, more likely to, for us to maybe make it play for? It,
2: it, Piazza was available, isn't he? Because he he's got a contract. He was only he was only signed this season by Warnock from Wickham to Middlesbrough. Um, he would be available apparently because Walder doesn't doesn't need him, so he would be one we would be looking at. I would suggest. Hmm. Depending on wages, I think Doughty too. I like him. I I think they should. I I I think he's another one that is because uh, Stoke, Stoke have got a huge wage bill, and he will be available. Yeah. Um. I don't know about Hugo because he probably would go back to Norwich if they're relegated, wouldn't he? I would guess they. I don't know what his contract situation is. Yeah. So you, is he out, I don't know. I don't. I mean, know.
0: bearing in mind they, you know, they they get they they've, they've made a bit of a, a comeback and they've kind of evened it up a bit, but you know, they've been kind of relegated most of the season, you know. Maybe they're surprises to the last minute, but they're hardly one of the better premiership sides. He can't even, you know, he can't even get in their squad, or I guess, or he, w- or he wouldn't be out on loan. The drama thing is an interesting thing, of course, with all Bielsa moving on, because wow. that was a little bit of a personality battle uh, going on there. Um, you know, I mean, I just, I'm just a sentimental old fool, if you haven't noticed, you know, but I mean, I like I look at these players, I see somebody like Doyle and the reaction he got when he put that ball in the back of the net. I think, you oh, know, he likes it at Cardiff City, you know, maybe he'll stick around, you know?
2: I'm 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 told that we've asked about him for next season on a season long because he's be definitely fantastic. he's definitely available again yeah. on a yeah. season long. Yeah. Um. Whether they put him into a different environment because Man City do that is is another matter. But um. Yeah. He's available, and if doubt available, I would sign him. And if Beatsu on the right money, I think he'd be a decent squad player. Yeah.
0: He's got a, he's got a Fortune West legendariness yeah. Yeah. about him, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You know?
2: That's good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, we, we're surprised that um, uh, you know, I, I call him now, I call him Goldbagen, you know, because he scores goals all the time now. <laughs> right. But you know, with 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 him being on the bench and Doughty being in, um, you know, because that that wasn't illness based, was it? He just he just swapped him around for a game, didn't
1: he? Yeah, you, you got to think Betagan's played four games in a row now: Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, after coming back from injury. So. I think probably just re- re- resting in for, for a game, you know, like Paul said, with Tuesday in mind and, you know, good to get Doherty back in, get the minutes in the legs against a, a very good team. So I don't think, I think Bagan probably, I mean, I like Doherty, great player, like Paul said, and Bagan's been playing really well. So it's a tough choice for Morrison, which one, yeah. you, uh, which one you play, because you could argue for a case for both of them, couldn't you? I, yeah. th-
2: I, th- I think you've got, you've got to commend Bagan, because to me, he's a left back in a four four two, but... The Transition under Morrison, which is another good thing he's done with our style of players. I was saying earlier, um, with the full backs bombing on Began has turned in as has transitioned into that type of player quickly because he he looked a good player to me before he got injured last season at Huddersfield. I think it was, he just, it just was, really yeah, yeah, not he?
1: he? broke he, his he, elbow he looked, or
2: something, yeah, was it? His shoulder, elbow, yeah. but he, he went over awkwardly, didn't he? I remember watching yeah. it. And, and um, he, he looked a good player then, and I, I like him because I I just think he's got a bit of mobility about him, and he's he's got a nice little touch, hasn't he? Left, and he's he's quick, so he, he's he's looking like a really good player in that left that 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 left whatever wing back or whatever they yeah with drama. That's I mean those are our biggest threats, aren't they? Left and right with the that's why we play that three, but we still don't keep clean sheets, do we? That's the which is the biggest, not often enough to. So there's something that that center three there's something not right mm. to me and that, and that he's looking at next season um but yeah.
0: okay. we're, we're into the last couple of minutes here just uh, noticeable again that um I don't know is Pacuna injured or ill or something I mean uh, you know even with
1: let's, let, let's just say I don't think we're gonna see him in the Cardiff City shirt again can't even like that.
0: looking I mean it could be like you know, a touch of Ubonic <laughs> yeah, play. But- He's yeah, got another year yeah.
1: though. And
2: that's a big yeah. statement because yeah. all he, all he's got to do is st- sit, there. He's one of the it's biggest earners in the clubs. Yeah. So. He, he's one, he's one of the few who's got a year left after this season. You
1: know, oh, I don't wages. think any, anyone's shown
2: any interest in them,
0: have they? Well, they're not going to on his wages, are I, I, they? No. I, I thought on in Wales in I thought that I read on Wales Online though, however, that we thought that was the case. But I think that might not be the case, Paul. I think yeah, he might actually about be an option,
2: yeah, wasn't it, or yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, yeah so there may, they are, may uh, be lighting
0: yeah. that tunnel for him as well as the club, you know, to be honest. He yeah. probably, you know, he needs to move, doesn't it? Uh, Daniel Wood, Morrison all day over Flint. Uh, and he also says that, um, you know, Mick clearly d- didn't want Bamba, which which, you know, that's the kind of decision he would make. Uh, Reese Jones, we don't want Ouch. He's he's uh, he's not very good. OK, so that's an opinion, I guess. And then Steve Thomas comes back with uh, I I, I kind of like him. Actually, he's a better player than I expected. Um, it bodes well with a f- for a future with Morrison that the loan players are doing so well. This could give us a chance to get some more good players in if Premier League's team view us as a good option for developing their players like Tommy Doyle. And going back to Tommy Doyle, Matthew, one thing about him, he was at Hamburger SV, wasn't he? I think in the yeah. second tier in Germany.
1: think that's tier two, yeah.
0: Yeah, he wasn't getting looking. He's come to us. He's playing all the time. He's, he's now started, you know, looking really, really good. So Man City want him playing well, they want him confident, they want to build him up for the future. He's been in and out on loan at various clubs anyway. So, you know, why not another uh, another season with us? And hopefully we'll be playing at the right end of the table.
1: Yeah, I think Morrison said, um, you know, we're not likely to get many of the loans back that we we got. But like Paul said, I think this has shown that we can treat loan players well and we will we will give them games. You won't just sign them for to be a squad player. You know, every loan player we signed is he's getting game time and, and a good amount of game time as well. But hopefully Man City will look at it and think, you know, we, we have been playing him. We, you know, he's, he's starting to get goals. He's shown his form. And unless another championship club can come in and, and offer more money, hmm. uh, you know, and, and pay more wages, which might sway his point of view, I, I don't know. But I'd like to think we make, we'd be making that phone call at the end of the season, hopefully, because he's a great player and, and makes our midfield look so much better.
0: Uh, Paul, I think you want to come in there. Just, I just want to say he's got a great name. What a, what a name for footballer, Tommy Dales. Perfect, isn't it? Perfect. What do you want to say, Paul? Sorry.
2: He's, he's put more legs in the team, hasn't he, Morrison? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what yeah. he changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he changed from, from our statute play under, what's his name? Mick McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> what's yeah. his name? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The robotic statute play that, yeah, we got mm. to see. And and he's, he put legs in the team, Up, down the flanks, in the middle, Yep. I think Wintle's a very, very good player, very yeah. underrated. I, I like him. Right mm. in front of the back four, good player. Why did we send him on loan? Still baffles me that one at twenty-four. Anyway, no idea. You know, but, 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 yeah, but that's that's where we are. <laughs> that's,
0: yeah,
2: that's. But anyway, yeah, it's it's improving the young players. There's hope. There's hope. It all. It's a huge summer though. What's happening with Joe Rolls? Because he'd be the one you would think that they were all absolutely. Yeah,
0: and that's why it's so important. I think that you know we win a few games. Let's get safe. Let's make a decision and let's try and tie it up uh, moving forward. Uh, But for now, Paul and Matthew, thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much.